and are currently on remand. Disabled adults living in two Pembrokeshire care homes were kept indoors for weeks and lived in houses covered in black mould, a garden covered in rubbish and dog faeces and were left with staff with improper training, a committee heard recently. Charges against care home manager Rachel Hooton were brought before a Social Care Wales Fitness to Practice Committee after an inspection more than two years ago found issues in the two homes. Ms Hooton had been the manager at Cartref Howlebrin and Six Howlebrin in Wolfscastle. Both have now been closed down. Ms Hooton was also living in one of the care homes at the time of the inspection. During the three-day inspection, Alison Hill, the inspector, found residents sitting in the same chair all day and with staff who did not have the proper training to assist them. One resident with epilepsy who needed 24-hour care was left alone in the garden, which, Ms Hill said, could have been fatal. Ms Hill said that despite the poor conditions and lack of access to community activity, the residents appeared happy and praised the staff, some of whom moved with residents to their new homes. Jennifer Feeney, who presented the committee with evidence, said Ms Hooten did not make sure that the people living in the home had adequate facilities in the home or in the community. Two of the people had not been given any activities in the past month at the time of the inspection, while the other had only been taken out in the community once, and that was for a hospital appointment. The committee found that the five charges against Ms Hooten, who did not attend, had been proved based on the evidence presented to them by the inspector. The A40 has been reopened overnight after a serious traffic incident led to a seven-hour site investigation. Police shut one of Wales's busiest roads as they investigated the serious crash in Carmarthenshire. Motorists faced long delays as David Powers Police advised drivers to avoid the area, causing congestion on back roads between Carmarthen and St Clair's. No information about the incident has been released, but indications are it involved very serious injury and or fatality. The A40 reopened at 3am. A well-being day for women is being held on Wednesday, November the 7th at Narbeth Museum. The museum will host a well-being day to bring together Welsh and Asian heritage via shared female experience and the common theme of tea. Partaking of the tea forms part of the hashtag WOW project, a three-year celebration of Welsh women's heritage funded by Arwen Sir Benvo 2020 and Heritage Lottery Funds. The day aims to dispel the notion of women as the tea makers in history and to reach out across the world in the spirit of solidarity and well-being. On Monday, a special Halloween event is being held at Carew Castle as our county helps visitors and locals alike to have some half-term fun. Become a real witch or wizard. Make a magical hat and wand before learning to cast a real spell. Even try our magical broomstick agility course, the organisers suggest. Normal castle admission Charges apply, plus £3 for activities. That's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire.
is it me now? For a change. <laughs> we have another two guests in our studio. They're not boys. They're definitely female. I can see that. <laughs> no, no, you haven't taken your eyes off yet. <laughs> Thank God it's radio. Because <laughs> we're that webcam. <laughs> <laughs> it could be dangerous. They are two lovely ladies. Gemma and Becca, we've had on before. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. And welcome back. Thank nice to be us. here. Do you want to tell the listeners about yourselves, quick? Um, hi, I'm Gemma and I'm a Ricky Master. And, well, what else could you call me? <laughs> Buxom. Um, um, no, we won't go there. <laughs> Beautiful. No, uh, <laughs> All right, calm down, boy. And I'm Becca, and I'm a self-proclaimed pyromaniac. Yes, and also crazy, apparently. Yeah, slightly. But we'll allow that. It helps. It, it helps does. a lot. It does. Lot. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Whilst we settle ourselves down and we get out the beans... Oh, yes. ...again for our guests... Do I have it's to It's time again? for... And you'll like this, Ronnie. Right. It's a teller of curious tales. Yay. A new episode. Oh, a new one. A brand new Teller of Curious oh, Tales brilliant. sent in specially today. Oh. I don't know if it's Halloween or because they're just in sequence. I don't know. As long as he's got his giggle, I don't care. All right, let's find out. This is the Teller of Curious Tales, episode, believe it or not, 20. Wow. Tonight, I, the Teller of Curious Tales, Open my book once again and bring you strange and unusual stories. True stories, stranger than any fiction ever written. Listen to the teller of curious tales. In 1672, Ben Johnson was New York's official executioner, by appointment of the King. Ben had one assistant, who was permitted by law to help with the torturing, prepare the gallows, and perform other minor duties. But when the law took a life, no one in the Royal Colony of New York could do that but Ben Johnson. Since Ben was paid by the job, and New York was a law-abiding colony, his income was, at times, very meagre. So Ben took up burglary as a sideline. He was quite successful at it, too, for a while, but one night, as he was dropping from the second-story window of a house he had just robbed, Ben fell right into the night watchman's arms. The watchman promptly took Ben to jail. Now, burglary at that time was a capital offence, and while not as serious as a crime as murder, the punishment was the same, namely hanging. Ben was brought to trial, and the court had very little difficulty finding him guilty, so the judge sentenced him to hang himself. But Ben was no fool. He refused to do it, knowing there was no one else in the whole colony legally qualified to do the job. This refusal put the judge in a spot. In order to have Ben hanged, he would have to send to London for a new hangman, and that would take months. Until the new man arrived, Ben would be sitting in jail, eating his head off at the taxpayer's expense, 
an extravagance the citizens of colonial New York strongly opposed. Then the judge got an idea. The nucleus of this idea was Ben's assistant. Although it meant a comparatively light sentence, it would at least rid New York of a burglar, and that was the main object. Ben was sentenced to 39 lashes at the whipping post, his right ear was cut off, and he was exiled from the colony. Since this was Ben Johnson's only bid for historical mention, no one knows what came of him afterward. The gong strikes. My time is up. The teller of curious tales has closed his book. On my next visit, I'll bring you other stories, curious tales, strange beliefs. Until then, sleep tight. <laughs> Oh, well, that's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to have to come back in and do that. Unless it does it after. Basically, we were trying to upload the podcast while the teller of Curious Tales was telling us Curious Tales, but the phantom has struck yet again. Yet again with the gremlin, I'm afraid. Yep. Anyway, um, <clears throat> to um, a slightly more adult-themed Halloween <laughs> we, had, we had the... Um, He's we had our young <laughs> experts telling us their version of Halloween stories earlier and what Halloween means then, but what does Halloween mean to Becca and Gemma? Fun. <laughs> well, yeah, we do love the fun side of it. I'm a big fan of pumpkin carving and all the traditions that have come now, but I'm also more of a follower of the traditional sort of Samhain, which was the original seasonal, um, basically the last big harvest. Do we have a conjecture on this word? Because Samhain, Samhain... It, it all depends on how you want to pronounce it. It's like potato, potato. You know, it all, it's all down to the individual pronunciation, really. And in different, in different parts of the country, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Where does the tradition of Halloween come from, then? Any well, it, it was literally, it was the last sort of harvest of the year before what's known as the, the dead seasons, where literally everything is dying and it's all to do with rebirth, really. And that's why a lot of it was focused on celebrating past lives, people that have passed on, celebrating your relatives. Do you have to celebrate your relatives? Can you be selective? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, good, because I haven't got many that I... And anyway, I won't go you there. Have the, you have the sweets again. That's my Speaking lolly. of sweets, actually, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Uh, we're inviting all of our guests to take part in the Double Dare Challenge tonight. In this bag of innocent-looking jelly beans. Do we get to look at the box first? <laughs> nope. No, you pick the colour and then I'll tell you what the options are. Oh, no. Wouldn't be so bad if I they, liked jelly beans in the first they place. They were warned. <laughs> you, they, you are, do you want to take the jelly bean challenge? I'd rather not because I have a okay, sensitive we, stomach and I'm... <laughs> oh, we've, I, we've had a refusal at the first place. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gemma, what about you? I really don't know. Is there sort of... It's going to be something horrible, I'm not sure. Well, it's bound to be something <laughs> horrible, look. isn't that? <laughs> I am picky about what goes in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not going down that road. <clears throat> I thought we were going to raise the tone. And I thought you said adult. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, we're going that way, are we? Yeah. Right. Hang on, did we not learn from the last one we did? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, here we go. Uh, 
I'm going to say no. You don't want to flick the bean? <laughs> <laughs> I know I put my boots on, but sir. You should put boots on, especially for you tonight. There we go. We've had a refusal. Speaking of which, um, you, you mentioned pumpkins earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, we have just the right music for the pumpkin theme of the rest of the show, which is um, the Smashing Pumpkins. Well, I hope we're not smashing them yet. It's not Halloween. No, but we're going to have the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm, with okay. With butterfly wings. Sounds nice. The world is a vampire. Despite all my rage, I am still just a 
pumpkin carving. Mm. It's appropriate oh, because it. that was the smashing pumpkin. The smashing pumpkin. Pretty well how I do it. And I've just been shown a photo that is rather impressive of a carved pumpkin, which is radius so nobody else can see it, but it is rather impressive. How long have you been doing that? Since 2013, I've been carving. Uh, one year, actually, nearly 50 pumpkins. For yourself? Well, for myself, and also I put them out, and the kids sort of take them and put them outside their houses. And, okay. and I did a few for actually our local game store, one year in particular. Um, a very fun video game was coming out, and it was being released on Halloween, and it was a game called Halo. So we had Halloween. So oh. I actually did them three Halo pumpkins. Oh, my goodness. With the characters actually etched into them. Do you know, I, I wish, in a way, this wasn't actually radio, because they are fantastic. They really I'm are I'm glad good. it is radio. I just saw the next picture on her phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust you. <laughs> but no, I, I love doing the glasses. Are we both good at carving pumpkins, or is it I just... I do enjoy carving pumpkins, yeah. yeah. Are yours as good as that? <laughs> um... I don't know. It's probably I could do different lines because it's more mm. for me. Well, me and my son. Mm. So more sort of, sort of Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before oh, and that yeah. kind of yeah. thing. We have done like a spooky house on a hill and cats and wolves. And it's kind, kind of strange. Stuff, yeah. I mean, okay, it's originally as we know it was all turnips and and things like yeah. that. Yeah. And okay, it's gone to the pumpkins, but it's almost like a competition now. Yeah. With who can do the not so much scariest I, even. I yeah. don't but know. The most elaborate noticed. pumpkin. They've no. done a new one this year. I've just seen them on Facebook today. Pineapples. Really? Actually carved out, and I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And they've actually been Seriously? carved out with faces in the actual pineapples. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, but I like pineapple, I don't like pumpkin. So <laughs> that would work for people that don't like pumpkin. Well, yeah. we should, I think we should uh, start a campaign for the return of the turnip. Turnips are good. Have you ever tried to carve out the inside of one? Uh, as a child, I grew up with trying to carve turnips. <laughs> mm. The pumpkin, it's, it's a newcomer. It is new, isn't it? It is, it is a fairly it's new It's the Americanisms, thing. and we have adopted it. Yeah. It, it was, because they grow a lot of them over there and the squashes are more frequently available over there. So what the turnips are, because they don't yeah. have them, do they? Do they Anybody actually? know the story of why we, why we even carve turnips? No. I believe it has something to do with sort of protection, at least the versions I've heard of it, um, to do with basically stopping certain spirits from crossing the threshold. It was a way of sort of warding them off. Mm. Mm, that's protection right. and a ward. And there are other there are the versions as well. I mean, mm. one of the Irish ones, um, I think it relates to a man called Jack. Um, and he made a pact with the devil. And then he cheated on the pact. Mm. And so when he got to, when he eventually died, he got to the pearly gates and he knocked on the door. As you do. God went, oh, no way, you <laughs> made a pact with the other guy. You go talk to him. Mm. So he goes down the stairs and then it's, any chance they can get in and get warm? Yeah. Went, no. No, you you reneged on the deal, and so he was cast out. So he was in limbo land. He was in limbo between heaven and hell. But the devil did give him a lantern oh, in order to light yeah. his way through purgatory. Now I've and heard, yeah, similar This story. is the jack-o'-lantern story. That's, the jack-o'-lantern yeah. is... Is it wrong that my mind just went straight to supernatural purgatory? <laughs> And the jack-o'-lantern is supposedly... Rep- Jack, the lantern, is supposedly mm. represented ah. by the by the turnip. And that's in uh, says another of the many, many different stories that are told. And, of course, the I think the most famous representation now... I was going to say Sleepy Hollow. Mm. With... Um, 
Captain Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Johnny Depp. Yeah. Which, of course, you, you Ichabod Crane. Mm. Say his name, and all the women go weak at the knees. Do they? But it's also Jack Skellington, isn't it? Mm. I think he has to be one of the most famous Halloween characters yeah. ever. Mm. I think Tim Burton has pretty well cornered the market for both yes. Halloween oh, and yes. Christmas now. Yeah. i got to admit, I've watched it about four times already in the last week and it will be going on again on Wednesday. <laughs> we'll probably be on in my house too. Yeah. <laughs> Followed by Edward Scissorhands. It's got to be, there's a couple of classics and you've got to sort of watch them at that time of the year. Well, I'm putting in a vote for Hocus Pocus. Yes. I like Hocus Pocus. I love, Hocus Pocus. love that one. Yeah, and I visited some of the filming locations when I was over there at the beginning of the month. Oh wow! Just that they were starting the Halloween celebrations in Salem, where the majority of the movies actually filmed. Yeah. yeah, and many of the locations are still still present. I'd love to go over. To of course, it's a oh yeah, and the great Bet, great Bet Midler uh, <laughs> is in the film. Oh, please! Oh, eating the popping again. There's no relationship to the Salem witch stories of sixteen. No. But there we are. So, what does? Um, how do you personally celebrate Halloween? Well, he like says flipping to a question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and if you've got questions for our guests as well, while they look perplexed mm. and think of an answer, <laughs> uh, you can text Gemma or Becca. Ge- Gemma from um, the Gem- Reiki Master. Gemma's Reiki. Gemma's Reiki. Yeah. And Becca from Becca's... Crystals. Crystals and, and burning things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she likes burning And we'll be things. talking about burning things later. Because <laughs> you, brought, you brought in a really cool piece of burning thing that you did earlier today. Yeah. I've got to say, Becca is incredibly talented. Oh. Gemma is too, but we... In different aspects. In different aspects. Because Reiki's all about that sort of aura-stroking stuff, isn't it? Yeah, healing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've... I've got a few friends who who were Reiki masters, and they do this sort of weird, like non-touchy, strokey stuff. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, that's what they do, isn't it? They sort of do this like, like non-touchy stroke. It's like stroking a cat, but not touching. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't stroke very well. What is is that? What's behind Reiki? Um, I like to sort of stay more beam at, um, the Reiki energy. And we'll okay. sort of just hold my hand. It's near energy to where manipulation, it goes. Yeah. isn't it? Pretty much. Some people do like to use their hands and sort of as a way to manipulate the energies, but you don't necessarily have to. Thing is, though, I don't really, I'm not really sure it works because when I was in America, I really hurt my neck. I pulled a, a muscle. Yeah. And I've got three friends over there, who are all Reiki masters, and we're all mm. going, oh, we're going to send you lots of here. Nah, Brufin did it. <laughs> Roofing and about three days, and that sorted it out. Reiki didn't work. Mm. Is that because I'm just a tad sceptical? Potentially, yeah. Mm. And you've got to have some sort of belief or... An open-mindedness. Yeah. I think this is why it works so well on animals, because animals don't care one way or the other. (laughs) Well, yeah, because if if you haven't got the belief in it, then... I suppose it's like a lot of different areas. It, it, perhaps yeah. that's one of the yeah. reasons it doesn't work. So people saying, you know, okay, it doesn't work, which is fine. But somebody else goes, oh, yeah, we're fine. Did it work or was it their yeah. belief in it? Or? If you have a neutral attitude to it, you're much more likely to find whether or not it's real or not. Mm. Whereas if you have an, a negative sort of, I don't believe in this, and go into it, it's never going to work because you've already made up in your mind. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. And the power of belief is a positive thing and a powerful thing I've had Indeed a few it is. people that's yeah. used by yeah. modern medicine um, as a well, look at the placebo panacea. trials well, placebo effect isn't it's, it? also yeah. a, it, it's yeah. a well known panacea as well because mm. it does you know the power of mm. indeed cure people mm. 
yes. or make them feel well. Mm. And there is a difference. But this artist, well, I still haven't come back to that question I said before <laughs> about how, celebrating Halloween. However, um, if we just pursue this other line of questioning that's, that's um, cropped up. Um, he, healing and, and these, I don't know, say, what do you call it? Alternative therapies? Yeah, alternatives. Are, alternatives. They, are they properly effective, though? I tend to find yes and I know I'm saying that because I'm a Reiki mask but I've actually had people that have thought oh yeah you know it's not going to do anything but you know I'll just lie here and mm. see what happens and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they I'll do down with the tone of the show again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I've seen you know the effects of healing therapies on animals on dogs horses and it does have an effect and like I say a more neutral mindset not understanding it and they can be more accepting. Well, you've been at shows when I've done yeah. Reiki, so it's really fun to see because someone could be so sort of stressed out and so, yeah. uh, mm. but then just give them a bit of Reiki and they just seem to have this floaty feeling about them when they get back does it, up. Does it work better, perhaps, <laughs> on as is somebody perhaps that is stressed out rather than a specific ailment, like somebody coming in, like myself, with arthritis? You yeah, know, it could be work either way. Know, does it work more, though, for people that they think, well, it's only because I'm stressed, so I'll try this. And because they're stressed, they think, oh, it's going to work. It's going to relax me, if nothing else. Mm. Do uh, you think it works better that way? Or is it just that the fact that the person believes that it's going to work? I think so. I think that is it. If you're willing to accept that there is an alternative way to get healing or feel better or anything, it's easier to accept it and... Um, quite often when I've done it, I've got people telling me they can feel stuff. Yeah. And if I'm concentrating on a certain area because of a certain ailment, they can tell they they will tell me that they can feel a heat or a sensation in that particular area. So again, it goes with that positive thought, positive mind yeah. side of things. That sort yeah. Of thing, yeah. But I, I have had a couple of people that have been a bit skeptical about it, but I've kind of in a way worked around it for them by mm. asking them like the whole with the chakra colours if I'm working on a particular place I, I can ask them that. Yeah. To, to think about a particular colour in a way then it actually takes their mind off do the you is it hard to hang on a minute we can't just say I noticed that and leave people in limbo <laughs> yes we can they can everything's gone wrong in the studio the tonight you have it's a ghost. The ghost it's the gremlin things are now falling off the wall yes <laughs> We've Again, the computer mal- malfunction. The podcast, the podcast work. doesn't work, and now things are dropping off the walls. Yes, somebody's saying the haunted hello. witch yes. has just fell off. As long as sliding it's, down the wall. Yeah, it's, like, it's probably Sorry. it's after them jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's had the cat food jelly bean. You are still haven't had the fresh blood one. I know. I'm still on my lollipop. Okay. <laughs> Does it? What I was going to say <laughs> before we had to tell the listeners what was falling off the wall. <laughs> Does it actually make it harder for you if somebody is, I don't say a non-believer because obviously they've got to believe in something to come to you in the first place. Yeah. But if they're more sceptical, does it actually make it harder for you to do what you're supposed to do, what you need to do? It's harder to connect with the energy. Mm. It is. It's almost as if like I'm trying to ask sort of permission to do what I need to do. But it's almost as if the energy's coming back and going, no. (laughs) So how do you get over that yourself or do you... Have the client sort of relax or, or... Hang on, Paxman. It's a Halloween show. Yeah, we know, but I'm interested. It's a Halloween show. Oh, all right. Do you scare them to death? 
If they don't like it, do you just scare them anyway? I, not, not with the I want to know what Becca and Gemma do at Halloween. Oh, yeah. They've had long enough to think about the answers now. I know. They were looking a bit worried. Well, for the first few hours of Halloween, I spend a large quantity of time opening doors and dealing out candy. Because that is the cool yeah, thing. That is, that is the best part. And, you know, and scaring everybody. I have, a, I have this brilliant... I got this little guy, Cyril, I call him. He's my spider. He is what, about three foot wide. And um, I got him from Wilco's many, many years ago. And he's on a little it's automated thing. Drops and he drops down. Drops down. Yeah, yeah. I hang him out. And one. I love terrifying the kids with that. He's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> he's had more than a few people screaming in the hills. Um, in our house, we've got in. There's a hook which we've put up the very first yeah. year we got it, and it's just I, I pre-measured the string, so you can actually just sit. A small child can sit just cross-legged yeah. on the floor, and he'll drop, and then sort of just above. And of course, you, the, the legs sort of come down over the shoulders. They and are great fun. Climb back up again. He's got a bit, as is a bit dyslexic there, and he sort of gets halfway back up now and then has to come down again before he can go all the way back up. He gets lost. <laughs> He's Did getting old now. Up? I do tend to, yes. What's your favourite costume? Oh, I've done so many, and I always do something slightly different. You can't give away this year's costume, though, can you? Or well, this year's you? isn't so much of a costume, it's more makeup than anything. Now, I know you're incredibly talented, but you're now going to tell me that you've got a phone full of incredibly talented. Halloween makeup pictures as well now. No, no, this is my first year playing around with using liquid latex God. and having. Pounding Wilkies. Wilkos, I mean, ch- cheap. <laughs> it was all, all their Halloween stuff is all going to go down in price on Thursday. Yeah, if you, if, well, it if has you, started if, to go down already. Yeah, yeah, yeah TK Maxx is like. My sister it. works in Wilkies and she has you know a great I, time telling me I it goes really down. missed out on this year because uh, last year we got the uh, Ouija board cheese board. <laughs> From TK Maxx. I missed that. They had a proper Ouija board tray this year. Really? Could I get one? Did Haverford West even have one? No. Don't no. be silly. No. By the time we got to Kayavid, they'd all gone. Hey ho. So. I know what I'll have to make for next year now. <laughs> it doesn't taste anything I'll like fresh you, I'll, bread. I'll give you the commission later. <laughs> Ouija cheese balls. Yeah. I was it, thinking more of Ouija board. <laughs> To go with the others. What about Gemma? I love dressing up. This is why I've kind of tried to have a bit of a giggle tonight with the extra lashes and stuff. And I love it. I do. I even went to um, the outdoor cinema in Carmarthen on Saturday mm-hmm. dressed up. And, well, any excuse really. Mm. I'll go from witches to um, vampires to whatever really. I love it. <laughs> so, what, what actually is Halloween like for, for in your household then? For me, um, is it trick or treating with the kids, and we do usually tend to have the trick or treaters coming round, but then we're also getting ready ourselves. I like to open up the doors and windows just to let the air through the house. I'll have sage burning, and I'll also yeah. like to put candles in my is it the east or the west window that um, actually is believed then to show family spirits and where they can come if to we ever live near, if we ever move near Jim we get a fire extinguisher <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um, from there then once we're ready we tend to go up to my mum's and have a bit of a party there take the kids out trick or treating so it's a big thing for you really yeah yeah, yeah I love it <laughs> i got to admit I think I enjoy Halloween and Samhain more than I do Christmas I get more of a kick out of it. It's much more. Because a lot of people mm. do, though. Well, after the trick or treating's finished and the kids have gone to bed, what happened? What's the adult Halloween like? For me, usually a, a, a good Halloween meal, something nice and sort of. 
homely and hearty and sort of if I try, I try to try new things that you would be using traditionally. Taj Mahal? <laughs> no, sort of traditional things that you would have been harvesting at this time of year and try and find something, you know, and make pies and things if I can. Mm-hmm. Do something traditional. And then Halloween movies. It's got to be. Mine's more a case of trying to get the makeup off. Take my hair down. <laughs> I've done my hair. Last year I did um, Frankenstein's Bride when I had my long hair uh-huh. and I literally had my hair all up here, sprayed everything. Yeah, i got to um, admit, I, I had a nightmare yeah. last year because I did Day of the Dead last year and I did all the makeup, but uh, stupidly I thought, yes, yes, I'll do the skeleton makeup, um, I'll put the black around my eyes, I'll put the black, and I'll do the white. And, no, no, now I've learned, put the white all over your face first, then do the black, because once you've got that black on your skin, it ain't coming off. It makes it easier. <laughs> You're not supposed to use permanent marker. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded it was still moving, it still wouldn't come off. I love that doing candy skulls as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, candy skulls are great fun. Oh, yeah. Candy yeah. skulls? Yes. Yeah. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. De los Muertos. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm it's, with you. Sugar skulls. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, I think. I, I got to admit, I love the way they celebrate it. Their, their their idea of a celebration. It is all about celebrating the family mm. and your past relatives, and you know, just Party welcoming time. them back. It's a joyous occasion. It really, is. It is. It, it's not. You know, because a lot of people think, oh, you know, celebrating the dead, it's going to be miserable, More and it's not. It's, it's a real celebration, and you, you share a meal with them, and you know, and it's no, absolutely no, amazing. No, dumb no, suppers. No, no. Go do dumb suppers. At, uh, you still ones. can be selective. You don't just. Yes. Yeah, because mm. you're like. Um, yeah. That's another thing I like raised. to do is I like I'll light a candle, do a bit of meditation, and I'll ask for messages for people as well. Sometimes I'll do that if people can't, wish can't to text. get messages. Can't you just text? It would be handy, yeah. It would, wouldn't it? <laughs> Telephone calls from the dead. Speaking of which, if you have any... Um, you're going to have to get a move on, though, if you've got a question. I would say uh, so. Six zero triple seven. start your message with, I love pizza. No, 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 one, no, 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 no. PWR, <laughs> prefix your message with PWR. And we didn't do the psychic pet finder again. No, and those jelly beans that are supposed to taste like oh, fake blood, they don't. They taste like cat food. <laughs> huh? Really? He's giving you the wrong ones. No. <laughs> no, he's giving me the right ones. No, 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 She's no. just yeah. got the taste of cat food cat currently food stuck in her tongue. Yeah, colour. no, it tastes exactly the same as the cat food one. Oh. Glad you didn't do that. So I'm quite disappointed. What flavour is that then? <laughs> so what's cat food taste like? More important, how do you know that the cat food tastes like that? Because it smells like what it tastes. If you smell some modern pet food, it actually smells really nice. <laughs> no, because I haven't had a pet for a while. Oh. Yeah. I see dog biscuits, they're nice. Bony are the bone shaped ones. Yeah, I, like the I know ones. somebody who does really that as nice. well. They, they, yeah, apparently I have been told they taste like digestives by certain somebody in our household. And they go really well with a cup of tea. <laughs> I suppose really they're good for dunking when you do yeah. the bony end. Um, but, well, I suppose it's skeletons, you know. Well, it's time for some music. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. <coughs> I was going to say, smells like, but that's not yet. That's no. Later. So well, let's have some spirit in the sky with Doctor and the Medic. Yes! When I die and they lay me to rest Gonna go to the place that's best When they lay me down to die Going on up to the spirit in the sky Going on up 
Well, everything you've eaten so far, you claim is being cat food. Yeah. I think that was strawberry cat food. <laughs> strawberry cat food? Yeah. No, it wasn't him. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Please continue. What am I doing? You're in charge of the show for the second hour. Oh. Where were we? Oh, we were on jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Becca's brought in some of her... Yes, you've brought in some... Flambéed wood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think of that word. Yes, I've, word. I've, I've been pyromaniac today. Yes. Gemma asked me quite a while ago for a couple of pieces, and I finally got round to uh, finishing them off today. Let's and have a look. Amazing. Let's have a yes. look. Yeah, the piece I've been. Somebody, uh, Steve has had a sneak preview by the sound of things. Yes. I have yet to see them. Oh wow. So uh, impressive burnt, is not yeah. the word. It's all burnt on raw beach. That's a, it's a solid slab of beach with a live bark edge. Oh, I wish um, I wish this wasn't radio at the moment. That is amazing. It was actually quite a nice time of year to How? be doing it because that's actually the maiden mother crone, which is quite powerful in our symbolisation and religions. And How long did it take you to do that? Um, that's probably all told, taken me for putting all the hours I put into it, probably somewhere between 12 and 15 hours. 
Is that all? Yeah. Because something like that, it look, it, yeah, it is. It looks well, i got to admit, the, the background, which looks like it would have taken a lot of time to burn all that nice black, I did it with a blowtorch, so it goes much quicker. <laughs> That's the real fun bit when you get the blowtorch out. Mm. But the, the actual wood-burning side of yeah. it is, is intricate. It's very, yeah. very intricate. There's a lot of bits mm. in that. I can do anything from the tiniest of little intricate details. With Luckily, my pen, I, what I use, is it's known as a Peter Charles, and it is fantastic. It's like a calligraphy pen that gets up to a thousand degrees. I know you. I, I'm prob- you probably did say when you were in last time, but how long have you been doing that? I mean, or is it just something you found that you could it's do, or is it a natural talent? About three and a half, four years I've been burning now. Is it a natural talent, or is it something you knew I've you always, had? I've always enjoyed doing artwork, but I don't like. This is why probably why I fail my GCSE art. I don't like working on paper. Right. I find it a bit tedious and a bit boring. I like to do other things, you know, like I was always doing designs on acetate and things like that rather than paper and finding ways of making things rather than doing traditional art. So I think that's why I've always liked the idea of doing pyrography because it's not traditionally what it's people becoming, think of. Yeah, it's becoming more popular it though, isn't it? It has become much more popular. Because I know um, a, friend of, a friend of ours... Um, he started doing the same yep. thing. All right, okay, it's it's a different style, obviously. Yep. But, I mean, he is starting to do the, the pyromania yep. with the wood burning. It is becoming more popular. It is. It's, it's become much more mainstream. I think there's there's a lot better tools now. I remember when I was little going to various fates and fairs and, and seeing there'd always be one little guy in the corner with, like, little leather purses doing horses and things on them and put your name on them for a certain price, you know. Mm. And I always thought, one day I want to try that. But it was always one of those rare things you didn't see very often. No. But now I think the tools have become better. They've found better ways of making them, and they're more mainstream, easier to afford. Is it becoming easier, perhaps, to do in certain ways? I mean, all right, if you're if you're naturally artistic, which I'm not. I mean, I draw a stick man, and I have to label it. But it's I'm serious. But if you're naturally artistic, is it becoming easier to be able to do it now? To go out, as you say, to find yeah, the tools. Yeah, to find and, a tool that you can or even do get it with. Tra- can you get training for it? Get teach taught for it? I'm sure there are people out there that do teach. Um, I'm sure there's a few people I've noticed on, you know, uh, I'm part of quite a few Facebook groups about pyrography mm. and anyone new that's starting or wanting to take it up, the first thing they do is usually ask questions and we all sort of dive in with various answers and experiences we've had. Um, and, but really it's just trial and error and... Is it something you can teach? I mean, it's like, okay, you can go to an art class to, to do art and stuff like that. Yeah. Is it a class you could go to to You could. I mean, it would be, you know, it, it, it's just a case of having the materials and it doesn't really matter even if you can't draw because you can always print out a design and stencil it on with graphite paper and then burn the outline. That's the only way I'd be able to do it. It's not cheating. I mean, look what tattooists do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly yeah. The same yeah. Thing. But it doesn't diminish their art, does no, it? No, it doesn't, no. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you've still got to be able to get that yeah. that design on the yeah. wood, even though you've and got the And it's learning, sensor. like, the pressures to put on. Yeah. Because naturally people tend to press really hard, thinking that'll work when it doesn't. You actually yeah. need a very light touch, because the harder you press, the less heat you're actually transmitting. So it's it's all... I would assume as well it's, it's something... A, Maybe this isn't going to come out the wrong way. Something personal as well in the way that you do it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, we Because, I mean, somebody can draw... You know, we can all sit here and perhaps yeah. draw a vase of flowers. Yeah. But to do something like that and the design and the style that you particularly want to join in, that's got to be surely, yeah. surely something personal. Yeah, it's, it's all about finding your own techniques, your own way of doing things, and little niches and bits. And, and basically, I mean, I've from what I was doing four years ago when I first started this, the amount of evolution 
in my own work is amazing and little techniques I found for doing shadows and shading and cross hatching that I never knew in the beginning that I've either found techniques that other people have shared with me or I've just found ways around problems I was getting mm. and like um, probably one of the biggest things you get with newbies is always saying oh I, I find it very difficult when I start a line I always end up with a big block and blob at the end of a black and then it gets paler as I go and what's a case of when you start, the nib is very hot, and as soon as you touch it, it will burn, and then it will lose its heat because you're keeping it in constant contact. Mm. So it's a case of learning just before you touch the nib to the wood, just a gentle breath over it. It will cool it slightly. It won't leave that blob, and then very slowly draw it across, and you'll get an even line. And it's little things like that, just learning those little things it's you don't little, get. Yeah, it's the little bits and pieces yeah. that you, you wouldn't normally work out for yourself. Yeah. You know? But I always do love, there's always some little error somewhere in a piece, and I think I like that more than it being perfect. Mm. I was oh, just going to ask you, are you a perfectionist? Pro probably one of the biggest things I've had to learn, and it's, it's something that quite a few people on the Facebook groups I'm in have quoted, finished, not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's a like case me. of getting it to a stage where it is done because if you keep going and think, oh no, that's not right, that's not right, you'll wreck it. That's like a lot of things though, Been isn't it? Been there, yeah. done that, and learnt now. Once I look and think, yeah, that's it, walk away. Yeah. Walk away before you ruin it. Because that's what I was going to say, you know, are you a perfectionist? Do you find it hard to walk away? No. You don't? No. I quite like seeing some of the little discrepancies and errors because I think they add character mm. and that way if I ever do replicate a design they're never the same they will never be identical because there's slightly different bits in yeah, it, yeah it's always slightly evolves and changes just that little bit and there's a little different error to where I did previously and oh, these talented people make you sick mm, I'm just so <laughs> jealous I mean, like, she picks up a piece of wood mm. in three years like Lift it up again. Let's have a look at this. Awesome, I mean, that, awesome. It is absolutely fantastic. It really is. And if people want to avail themselves of your pyromaniacal, py pyromaniacal <laughs> services. A burning wood bit. Yeah. yeah. They know what I meant. <laughs> I don't know how you quite burn and get silver, but that's really cool. It is amazing. That, I was just going to say, how do you get I a different colour? Yeah, I, I do I occasionally. That's an actual a liquid use. metal pen that I've got to do the sort of the metal. Went far off then. Or I use, like, um, to do slight coloration. If I want to give a slight colour, I tend to use things like watercolour pencils because they give a more natural look. Ah, see? But with do it you being the moons. I do. And how can people commit something well probably the easiest way is to pop onto facebook and find my page if you type in becca pyro you'll soon find me that's p y r o yes. for the illiterate non-illuminati out there have you noticed the standard of spelling on grammar oh, on facebook don't. Oh, don't. on social media don't. <gasps> it's a poor there 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 text talking <laughs> yeah, oh, no it's not even text talking no. it's just bad spelling yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's like hang on did you actually go to school or were you on your smartphone the entire oh, time it, it is and chronic. It's, it's it's adults. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sorry, pet pet peeve. I wouldn't mind up. if they were actually spelling it reasonably phonetically, but some of them are just so bad, and you have to look at them three or four times to think, what is that word supposed to be? You know, when my when my daughter was at Tasker's, and um, one of her pet things she hated was text talk. She said, just write the word out properly. Mm. It's not so hard. I mean. It, it checks your spelling for you now. It predictive text. You can uh, write the yeah, whole word easily. Uh, I don't do predictive text. Funny. No, that that's, that sends off some really strange messages. So it, it does help <laughs> if you can spell the word reasonably <coughs> to begin with. Um, no, I, I mean, have found is, a few it's, things. It's absolutely <laughs> atrocious, some of the, the spelling on social media these days. You look at it and think, 
I don't know which school you went to. I don't even know if you're speaking English. No. Mm. <laughs> I'm nor do you, by the looks. My eldest is one of the grammar police. He's just as bad, and he'll do it to me. I mean, yeah. I, might, I, I, think they, I think people should. Yeah. I think if you if you're writing rubbish or you know, I don't think the excuse of the message. I think we we should be mm. policed. There's one for the debate show there. Yeah. I think should so. we? Should we step up and remonstrate with people on social media when they can't spell? A lot of people actually have started doing that. Yeah, or apostrophes. There's another one. Oh, don't! <laughs> I, I'll write. I'll write a message to to Damien, and for whatever reason, because it's in my head and I'm trying to get it out, I'll forget to put a comma in. <gasps> I know, but he won't even read the message. He'll just come back with. You forgot to come with him. And mom. who decided that leaving the caps lock on is shouting? <laughs> I don't know. That's been around for years. I know. Years but and like years. No, I was having so an rude. argument with a, a, my Hermes the other day, and I, I got to the point where I literally put it in caps lock because I was so fed up they weren't listening to what I was saying. <laughs> my Hermes never listened to what you were saying. No, and the only way you can and contact they, them is online. It's you brilliant. can get cream for that. And they don't <laughs> deliver your parcels either. Actually, fair, fair play, they didn't used to, but we have a new my Hermes driver. Oh, you're lucky. And he she because uh, it's more than one but they are awesome anyway Jem mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, yeah returning to your talents yes okay are all I mean do you have any artistic talents that lay hidden or do you um, not as much as uh, Becca standard but uh, I don't mind drawing and doing crafts and all that kind of stuff so yeah so you're you're primarily devoted to healing and pretty treating. much yeah, um, just sort of, well, working on my abilities, shall we say, at the moment. How so. long have you been doing Reiki? Um, I've had my Masters now for about a year, and I think it all kind of kicked off about three, three and a half years ago, really. Um, I used to go to a circle, but I had to stop that to have my son, so a bit of a break, and then back into it again then recently. Mm. Do you know, I was just looking at the clock and we're nearly out of time. Mm. God, has it gone already? It so. has. It's rocketed by tonight. It has I mean, tonight. The, first, the first hour was a bit chaotic. It was very chaotic. Let's <laughs> be um, honest here. And the second hour was much more... Crazy, but still chaotic. <laughs> it was more adult-orientated. Very much so, but still crazy and fun. And hopefully the podcast will work so we can play them back. <sighs> I'm putting you in charge of making that podcast work. Yes, sir. By the end of the week. No. Oh. <laughs> yes, I'll do my best. We want the podcast. Yes. It, we've had no if in doubt, unplug it and plug it back in again. Yeah, well, we've had no <laughs> luck at all on the West Files with the podcast. No, we've, we have actually lost a few of them. We've lost quite a few. But so The we, last couple of weeks, they've been going up rather, rather nicely. Um, so. We have plans to sort out the missing guests whose yes. podcasts went awry. So really, I mean, it comes down to wishing our guests and everybody listening, both of the people listening to <laughs> Hi, Al. I know you're listening. <laughs> My son's supposed to be. There you go. So if you're listening, happy Halloween. And uh, we'll be back. Oh, yes. Not next Not week. Not next week, no. No, because our slot has been usurped, hasn't it, oh, Ronaldo? Yes, I'm afraid so. <laughs> You've pinched the slot. I didn't pinch it, it was given me. Yeah, so what is next week instead of the West Farm? The debate show. Because next week we'll be out blowing things up. And it's going to be about blowing things up. Who is it? Yeah. Oh, right. Fireworks. Cool. <laughs> so, thank you, Becca. Thank
thank you, Gemma. Yeah. Yes, thank, thank you. you both. And we look forward to, I've no doubt that we will be having you back in the oh, studio. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Before Yule. Oh, God. Or maybe even because of Yule. Who knows? Why not? But um, you'll just have to wait. Oh. And see. <laughs> so uh, we've got. Oh, that means we'll have to put up with Christmas songs. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've got to have Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. But that means I could put my Mrs. Claus outfit on. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. We'll yes. get no, no, no. <laughs> Look, he's been good all evening. Don't start him off. Talk about snowballs. <laughs> anyway, we'll have. This, this is definitely not a Christmas show. song. No, it's not. Good night, God bless. Good night, stay safe, stay safe and have fun.
For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. I think I've had enough. I might get a little drunk. I say what's on my mind. I might do a little time. Cause all of my kindness is taken for weakness. Now I'm Yeah, about four or five seconds from 